Hello! Ho, 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 ho! Welcome to the Pod Charles Cinecast, presented by the Prince Charles Cinema. This is your host, Jonathan Foster, and uh, this week I am alone. I'm uh, recording this from my bedroom. Mmm, yum. And uh, yeah, I'm alone with my cat, Steve, and we're talking to you, but I'm not alone because you're here. You're listening to me, Um, but you're not in my bedroom. Thank God. Uh, Yes. So it's Christmas Eve. Um, We're coming at you a day early. Uh, We hope that's fine with you. We wanted to have our own little Christmas uh, special here this week. Um, It's just me. Uh, my adopted son and daughter are off doing their Christmassy things. Um, and also we wanted you guys to have us a day early so that you can enjoy your Christmas, uh, with or without us. You can, uh, listen to this the day before Christmas, like a good early Christmas treat, or you can save your present for Christmas day. Uh, anyway, we're going to have a quick little episode, uh, today. It's not too long, hopefully. Um, We've got a special guest on in a little bit. Uh, we'll keep this bit a bit short, but I kind of wanted to give you guys a little bit of our usual. Um, so while we're doing this, we're going to have a little bit of a snack time. Snack time. It's snack time. It's snack time. Oh, yeah. This week for snack time, we are trying the uh, White Russian White Milk Stout from Stewart Brewery. Um, this is not an ad, but we do sell this at the Prince Charles Cinema in the bar. I picked it up on the way home, and uh, yeah, I'm going to try it. Yum. Tastes good. Tastes like a White Russian. Uh, kind of like throwback to the episode when Ariane and I made White Russians uh for the big lebowski and that was a really fun episode shout out arianne uh yeah but before we get into what's going on this week at the prince charles cinema i'll just do a little bit of user feedback Yeah, so I just want to thank everyone for sending us well wishes while we were away in our two-week hiatus. Um, big update. Uh, yeah, before I get to the user feedback, I actually have a new laptop. Um, so I'm going to put Jesus Cristo into the ground soon. Um, if anyone wants to buy my old shit MacBook, uh, I'll sell it to you. <laughs> um, but yeah, I got a new little MacBook Air um, 2019. And I've named her Goldie Hon because she is gold and very pretty. Uh, yeah. Um, so we're recording on that and it's going well so far. Everything's all good. So hopefully we won't have any issues. I'll keep this white Russian far away from it. And hopefully we won't have any issues. Um, but yeah, we had some nice tweets in from our return. Kevin Pibus said, so happy to see at the PCC podcast return this morning. And a pal Lee said, great to hear love for tablet with a little Scottish flag and a gif of Scotland, Scotland, Scotland. And I'm going to Scotland next week, so I'm going to get some tablet. Our pal Malcolm said, yay, good to have you back, Team PCC. Also, it was pretty cool. We got to see a few of your top film lists. Uh, we had one from Tom Bound, Malcolm, Claire, and also Claire gave me a bit of a bollocking for... Uh, 
uh, yes, I use the word bollocking, uh, for, uh, and sorry if, if I pronounce that wrong, you guys know I don't know how to pronounce things. Uh, but yeah, for saying something bad about fighting with my family, I'm sure I could have a whole podcast episode about why, as a wrestling fan, I didn't really like fighting with my family. But uh, Florence Pugh is good, so fair enough. And also, we had one from our pal Ariane. So yeah, go check all those out. You can go to our Twitter. You can scroll through our feed. We I think I retweeted most of these lists. So um, yeah, check them out. It's nice to see what you guys have uh, have to say, what your favorite films were. It's always great when you guys interact with us, so thanks for that. And also, speaking of Ariane, our pal Ariane, my daughter, my daughter has a new podcast. And uh, you should go listen to it. It's called, uh, sorry, she also named the Pod Charles Cinecast, which is a bit of a tongue twister, and she decided to one-up herself with a really, really crazy name. So it's called a Drip Town uh, Limery, Maine. A Drip Town Limery, Maine. Go check that out. It's really good. Episode one dropped last week, so maybe I think this Friday, maybe another one drops. So check it out. Um, but yeah, we'll get to what's on this week. Uh, showing from Friday, 27th of December. Some good stuff coming this week. From our new release program, we got uh, Ryan Johnson's Knives Out coming. We got Blue Story and The Two Popes. So that's pretty cool. We got plenty of screenings of Knives Out. So check that out. That just went on sale today. And also it's on sale for the following week from the 3rd of January. Also, we'll see the return of Marriage Story and The Irishman, which were both named the top two films on The Guardian's top 50 list this year. So, And also they topped some of our lists as well. So yeah, check that out. So also for Friday, we got another screen of Bike Club on 35mm. Uh, if you missed out on Jay and Silent Bob Reboot, it's screening with Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back in the evening Friday night. On Saturday, we got another chance to catch Lord of the Rings Marathon. Uh, if you're if there's any Bond heads out there, Owner Majesty Secret Service screens again on Saturday. And uh, we got The Man with the Golden Gun on Sunday. And also on Sunday, it's Robert De Niro Day. Or is it Robert Day Nero? I don't know. But come out, catch Taxi Driver and Goodfellas, both on 35mm. And then also a screening of Irishman. All three of these films are screening back to back to back. Tickets are sold separately. You can come out and just enjoy a whole day of De Niro. You can see one film. You can see two films. You can see three films. You can have a great time. Uh, Monday, we got a screening of Enter the Dragon again from the uncut 35mm print. And we got another screening of The Warriors, uh, also on the original 35mm print. So as you can see, that towards the end of the year, we've just decided to throw in a bunch of the hits from out the year that we've been showing all year long that were really good and did really well here and were fan favorites. So come on out, check these out if you missed them in the original week run that we did a lot of these. Um... Tuesday is New Year's Eve, so it's always fun here at the Prince Charles Cinema. You can check out Trade in Places. We've got Phantom Thread on 70mm, and also When Harry Met Sally on 35mm. Again, coming back, like I said, uh, earlier this year we had it for a full week and it's back, but it's a tradition here to do it on New Year's Eve. We've got a sparkling wine with every ticket and also a party popper, so you can pop that party popper, the stroke of midnight in the film. Um, and you'll have plenty of time to go out and still enjoy your New Year's Eve celebrations. All the films will end by like eight or nine. Yeah, so have have fun here. Uh, and Wednesday is New Year's Day. And like we said last week, we got some one pound member screenings. We got Eagle vs. Shark, the Takawatiti's debut feature. It's amazing. We also have The Good, Bad, and the Ugly, Sergio Leone's Good, Bad, and the Ugly. Um, and then also my favorite film from this year is coming back on 35mm, like we said last week. 
Thunder Road, Jim Cummings Thunder Road. Check it out if you missed it. I love it. It's so good. Check it out. So on Thursday, we're finally seeing some new films coming our way. Uh, well, new old films coming our way. Uh, Smoking the Bandits playing. And then also we got Steven Spielberg's debut, Duel, as part of our American New Wave season. And then also another top film pick of mine. I was being a bit uh, secretive last week when I was talking about this film because I wasn't sure when we were allowed to announce it. But Uncut Gems, the new Softy Brothers film starring Adam Sandler that I think was number three on my list from 2019, is coming in a preview screening. And then it's also going to be showing daily from Friday the 10th of January. If you want to check this film out, I highly advise you get tickets soon because tickets are going to sell out soon for the preview screening. This film is phenomenal. Uh, We'll probably do an episode about this very soon with maybe someone you guys might know who won't shut up about this movie. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Anyway, like I said, check out Ari's uh, (laughs) check out Ariane's podcast as well. If you want to hear her on a regular basis. Um, And uh, yeah. Just uh, sit back, relax. We got a fun little interview coming up now. Uh, sorry, I was just quickly rounding through this. It's kind of awkward doing it by myself. But um, yeah, we got an interview coming up with uh, the one and only Brett Goldstein. Looking at the trailer of Muppet Christmas Carol is making me very happy. <laughs> How many times yeah. have you seen it this year already? I've only seen it once. I, you know what's what's breaking my heart is I've not been able to come to a sing-along this year, but I did make one happen. Yeah, did you do it with your show? Yeah. Yeah. Did I you thought, do the whole film? No. Oh, just the sing-along bit. I just did um, uh, It Feels Like Christmas. Yeah. And I dressed up as dressed a Christmas present. Mm, nice. <laughs> Hello and welcome to this bonus little Christmas special edition holiday extravaganza of the Pod Charles Cinecast. This is your host, Jonathan Foster. I'm down in the Prince Charles Cinema Bar and I have a special guest with me today. Just in time for Christmas, it is comedian Brett Goldstein. Happy Christmas. How's it going, Brett? Uh, good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. It's my first time properly actually meeting you. Yes. Told you that I've uh, seen you in the Prince Charles a couple times over the years. Yeah. Um, if you're not familiar with Brett Goldstein, he is a stand-up comedian. He is an actor, apparently a swimmer. I'll ask you about that in a second. <laughs> um, you're a writer and also you're the host of the Films to be Buried with podcast yeah. on the um, Disaster Pieces Network, right? Distraction Pieces. Distraction Pieces. <laughs> disaster. I'm thinking of uh, Disaster Freudian. Artist. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're the Disaster Artist podcast. <laughs> your podcast is a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> it's part of the Disaster Network. <laughs> no, there's distra- uh, Distraction Pieces and that Scroobius Pips uh, network, right? Yes, that's yeah. right. Yeah. And then you're also currently, you're working on a new TV show as well, which is going to be like an anthology series as that's well. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, for yeah. AMC. Yeah, AMC. And yeah. you have any details on that? Uh, yeah, I think I'm allowed to talk about it now. Because cool. I think it's been officially announced. It's yeah. a show called, currently now, called Soulmates. And it's an anthology show where each episode is set. It's a different story set mm. in the world where science has found the human soul. Yeah. And now there is a test you can take 
to find your soulmate. Oh, okay, cool. So it's what happens to the world if love is, true love is Mm. scientific. Yeah, and you're working on that with William Bridges, right? Yeah, Will Bridges. You worked with him quite a few times. Yeah, well, he's he's one of the co-writers of Superbob. That's where we met with the film Mm -hmm. that we made. Yeah. Six years ago. Yeah. Super Bob's great. I wanted to talk about that a little bit because okay. we show that here. Yeah. Uh, one of the best screenings we had was here with yeah. Scrooby's Pip introducing it. Yeah. Were you, so you, so I was trying to piece together, like if I, I think I was here that night right? Or, and I remember you being here Yeah. and on stage introducing it and everything. Yeah. Um, we did a but, Q&A afterwards. But then I was trying to remember if I was just think, I don't know, because I saw it here a couple of times. We had it on, yeah. like when you guys released it uh, for a few screenings and, uh, I was just trying to remember, did I did I see that? I'm pretty sure I did. But you know, it's been a long time. Yeah, yeah. Six <laughs> years. Yeah. That was that. Yeah. And while we were making Super Bob, we made this short film, this soulmates idea. Mm-hmm. And it's taken us six years and now we're finally making it yeah. into a TV show. And then like I said earlier, and I butchered the uh the podcast yeah. uh name. But um well, I got you the name of your podcast. Yeah, you got right? the main bit. But I yeah, the network, the network I, I screwed that up. I'm sorry, Scroobius Pip. And he's a good friend of ours here. The he's <laughs> friend, of the, friend of the podcast, friend of Prince Charles. No respect yeah. for his network. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, how's how's that been going for you? You've just done like a big live show. Uh, yeah, so I did, a, live did a big live stuff, show yeah. at the BFI. Mm-hmm. I've been doing them sort of every couple of months. And it's great. I love it. And mm-hmm. the show, if you've never heard the podcast, it's, it's um, I have a special guest on and I tell them they've died. And then they discuss their life through the films that meant the most to them. So yeah. it's like film that made you cry the most, film that scared you the most, et cetera, et cetera. Nice, yeah. And uh, and then when we do it live, I have the audience tells, after we've done the main show, the audience tells the film that meant the most to them and why. Yeah. And they're always amazing. Yeah, like, yeah. People make you fucking cry, <laughs> make you laugh. You're like, oh, that's good shit. And then this time, because I realized... I can do anything I want once yeah. I'm there. I put on It Feels Like Christmas from Muppet Christmas Carol dressed up as the guys to Christmas present and yeah. got everyone to stand up and sing along nice. at the end. Why not? It's Christmas. Well, it's Christmas time, but we're not talking about any Christmas films, are we? No. No, no, no. Not, not yet. No. Hold <laughs> off on that. Now, before we get to that, I one last little bit about you. Is it like, yes. like uh, well, I said it. Well, I, well, the swimmer thing. What is that all about? Because I saw that. I was just like, swimmer. Oh, swimmer. I mean. Are you a swimmer? Sure. Swim? I wouldn't call it professional. <laughs> I think it was just to, add, just, to, just to bump up the sea bit. Yeah, yeah. Sounds good. I mean, you know. Yeah. I, I only started this podcast to just throw podcaster on there. <laughs> and it's just like, this is yeah. bullshit. And you haven't got enough hyphenates. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I was actually going to say uh, stand-up comedian, but... Um, mm. I've seen you quite a few times, actually, like uh, over the last year and a half or two, really? just doing so some shows here and there. No, oh, right. I absolutely okay. love it. And uh, yeah, my wife and I, uh, I mean, we caught you at the uh, Happy Mondays um, over in New Cross. Oh, right. Once, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Not too long ago. Um, oh, caught you here. Yeah, caught you here doing something like... Um, 99 Club? Yeah, the 99 Club. Yeah. And then also there was one at the vault or something, or where was that? I can't remember. So, uh, but anyway, I've seen you a few times. Oh, right. And, uh, well, there's two things that I always find very funny in your set. That, yeah. Like, I think you've done these bits both times that are really funny. One is, uh, 
talking about when you're going to America yeah. <laughs> and American comedians and stuff. Yeah. I'm an American oh, right. and I find that bit really hilarious, <laughs> particularly just the, where all my Peruvians at line. <laughs> I'm not lying. My wife and I like literally walk around the house and just, we'll just bust that out. Oh, great. Where are my Peruvians at? Where are like, my Peruvians at? <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny. <laughs> so yeah. I just was like, oh, if I meet Brett and do this, I'll, I'll say that to him. Oh, that's nice. Um, but also... Send my love to your wife. <laughs> I will do. Uh, but also, I, I, um, I always love your bit when you're talking about going to the cinema. Yeah. And uh, just about being a solo cinema goer. Yeah. And I kind of wanted to talk to you about that because we're at a cinema. Yeah. And I've seen you here a couple of times. Yeah. And I think those times you've all, you've always been alone, maybe. Uh, I do bring, I sort of have a rule, which is if it's horror or it's comedy, Mm -hmm. you go with someone. Okay. Yeah. Everything else. Support and also. Yeah. Because I do think they, they work better as collective Mm -hmm. experiences, but drama, Drama. I mean, that's all that's left in it. Yeah. Uh, anything sort of heavy. I mean, a Pixar film. Jesus Christ. Yeah, no. Those I'm not are, going with someone to that. Those are like brutally heavy. Yeah. I mean, you would think like, oh, I don't know. Like the last one, I I haven't seen a couple of the recent ones, but the last one I caught was Inside Out and I was watching Oof. it with like my little nephews and I was just like, oh my oh, God. Wow. Like, luckily they weren't paying attention. Like they lost interest like. 30 minutes into the film. I'm interested in that. I'm interested in what uh, children get from Inside Out because it's so complex. Yeah. I think they're just like really into like, like the, the colors, colors and yeah. all that. But they, my nephews lost interest and my wife and I were just sitting there looking at it like, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Kids are like just people on acid, aren't they? Just like the colors. They're not yeah. getting much else. Are you familiar with Alistair Green? You're very familiar yeah, with Alistair Green. And I love him. Oh, duh. Fuck you. Yeah. I was just talking about um, Happy Mondays and you, he was... Yeah, that's his gig. He's, he's yeah, yeah. stopped doing it now. Yes. Um, but you were definitely on that one with him. Yes. As uh, is the host. And uh, <laughs> yeah, he does. He did a really funny bit about like a little kid watching like like a five-year-old watching a, a movie or something like that. And it's like one of his his videos or whatever. And it's yeah. perfectly like it hits, hits it on the head. Just the lack of of attention paid to this film but then like two seconds of like <gasps> yeah. and just not caring at all <laughs> it's fascinating really fascinating yeah uh he for the record is one of my favorite episodes of films to be buried with yeah so yeah have a listen to that one i think i actually did listen to that one um that one's really good yeah i've only listened to a handful of them it's all right there's We've so got busy many lives. podcasts out there as well yeah. i try to keep up with as much stuff as i can like yeah like you know God, Scooby's Pip, he's got like 10 billion episodes. Puts out fucking two a week or something. Yeah. It's too much. Nuts. I mean, I, yeah. I can't believe we managed to put almost one out a week. You do that, here yeah. Since we started here. And How long has this been going? Uh, since April or oh, late wow. April, early May. Yeah. Right. This will be like our 32nd actual episode. And then we've got like, I don't know, a couple bonus boys just in, in the wings flying around. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Brett. The reason why I wanted to have you on this podcast, I've told you all fair, but um, when I first started this podcast back in April, April, I was thinking, oh, what fun things can we do around this time and that time, particularly Christmas time? And I was just like, we do a Muppets Christmas Carol episode. I want to have Brett Goldstein on there because I've seen you here numerous times. I want to see Muppets Christmas Carol. And I just, I know, well, I'll let you talk about it. You love that film. 
don't you? I love that. I genuinely, <laughs> genuinely, with no irony, I'm not being ironic, I'm not being like, you know, but not seriously. I'm being deadly serious when I say, I think it is one of the greatest films of all time. Yeah. On every single level. <laughs> you want to know all the levels? Yeah, go ahead. Give me the levels. I mean, on, on, one, on level one, I think the story of A Christmas Carol mm-hmm. is probably the best story in the Western canon. Yeah. I think it's a, like it's a perfect story, perfect three-act structure. It's about psychology. It's about life. It's about um, how the past shapes you, how, how your present is what you make it. And, yeah. you know, all, all of that is literally a sort of metaphor for therapy and, and what you have to take and let go of to move forward and, and to develop empathy and kindness and, and it's a fucking great, mm. perfect story. Like, and any so many film stories, things that you love, sort of follow a Christmas Carol. Like, yeah, yeah. The idea of a bad person becoming good, or this mm-hmm. character being tested three times. Uh, it's a fucking good story. Yeah. Exhibit A: the story is solid. <laughs> story check. <laughs> and then the fact that you've got Michael Caine. 100% giving the performance of his career. Yeah. Again, I'm not being ironic. There's nothing silly about Michael Caine's performance. Yeah. Michael, Michael Caine is, is acting. And I read a, an interview where he said, when he got offered the job, he said, I'm going to do it like I'm in the Royal Shakespeare. Company. Yeah. I had that as a bit of a note. I, I took yeah. a few notes. But yeah, he did say that, uh, he said, I'm going to play this movie like I'm working in the Royal Shakespeare Company. Yeah. I will never wink. I will never do anything Muppety. I'm no. going to play Scrooge as if it was an utterly dramatic role and there are no puppets around me. Yeah. And Brian Henson replied, yes, bang on. <laughs> and it's inc- he's so good. And when he, he, he cries in it, I mean, I've never seen, I don't think of a performance of his that's as emotional as Scrooge in Malcolm's Carol. And the fact that he's really dark at the beginning yeah. and he's not like funny. Mm-hmm. He, he doesn't try to be... He's in a fucking serious drama about a, a troubled man. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he never sells it out. Uh-huh. It's a phenomenal performance. And he's acting with Muppets. And at no point do you feel he's... When he says, I, I will act like there's not Muppets there, I don't think that's true. I think he's, he's interacting with the Muppets. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. what he's not doing is acting like, I'm in a kid's film, so I should be Yeah, yeah. He's acting... I'm he's in playing this Christmas Carol. Way straight. Yeah, yeah. Which is great. So there's that. Yeah. Then there's the Muppets. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, they're the Muppets. The Muppets, <laughs> the greatest thing <laughs> of human creation. And then there's the songs and the music. Yeah. Mamma mia. <laughs> uh, beautiful, wonderful, profound. And uh, so they, the story is told straight. You know, the story yeah. isn't told uh, with any, like, what's the word? They don't fuck around with the story. Even yeah. in the film is the scene which is often cut from adaptations where in the future there are people haggling over Scrooge's stolen bed mm-hmm. sheets and stuff. Yeah. And that's a dark yeah, really fucking dark. scene. <laughs> and they got it in there. And then, but there's jokes and these jokes that, mm-hmm. the, that they put on top of it. I mean, it's banger after banger. Every yeah. line of the script is like faithful to the book plus an incredible joke. Yeah, yeah. And then the relationship between Rizzo and Gonzo in yeah. it, who are trying to tell the story. There's a moment in it that I genuinely believe is is the like secret of world peace and how to resolve <laughs> arguments and love. There's a moment in it. Gonzo is constantly frustrated by Rizzo. He 
climbs over this thing. Rizzo falls, causes a whole mess. Then Rizzo walks through the bars to get something he left on the other side. And he comes back, thereby realizing this whole fucking rigmarole they've got through. They didn't have to do because he could just fit through the bars. (laughs) And he looks at him angrily and Rizzo goes, what? And then there's a little pause and then he kisses him on the nose. Yeah. Fuck me, that's beautiful. Yeah. It's profound. <laughs> it's all he needed. On the Muppet Christmas Girl. It's all he needed to do. Um, and what else? I mean, I could go on for hours, but the last line, not just God bless everyone, but mm-hmm. of the song. Oh, what a film. I mean, and it's and technically, from a sort of directing point of view, if you and believe me, I've watched it so many yeah. times. If you studied it at film studies, which I think you should, sort of the framing, the yeah, the actual directing of it, it's fucking, it's such yeah. a good film. Yeah, like so, it was directed by Jim Henson's son. Yeah, this is the first uh, Muppet film post uh, Jim Henson's yeah. death. And it was Jim Henson's son, Brian Henson. It was his directorial debut. Yeah. Apparently, Michael Caine, like, I think halfway through the shooting, just, like, realized that that was his directorial debut yeah. and was like, holy crap. But, I mean, he spent his life on the yeah. sets of, of uh, his father's films. And also, he was, I think, widely featured on uh, Sesame Street early in the day. Yeah, and, and he's the dog in The Storyteller. Yeah. So, he's just kind of been around. He's been in it, yeah. Yeah. And they I also some think amazing there's Muppets a, and stuff as well. Yeah, like there's the Muppetry a... Work. There's a sadness in the film. There's a certain like melancholy to it that I think comes from Jim Henson having recently died. Mm. Like, I think it's imbued with that sort of yeah. sense of loss and it's fucking great. Yeah, they they have that like uh, <laughs> shooting star scene as well, um, yeah. which I I can't remember if it appears in films before, but I've I've read that like that was put in as memory to Jim Henson as mm. well, like with Kermit. And then since then they've tried to, that's become a bit of a, a thing that appears in most of the Muppets films where there'll be a frame of Kermit and there'll be a shooting star and it's sort of like a nod to Jim Henson. Uh, I don't know if that's necessarily right. true or not, but it could be just a bit of a trademark they have in every film. Right. But I don't recall it being in, it's been a long time since I've seen a lot of the earlier yeah. films pre-Muppets Christmas Carol. And then when I was a kid, I'm, you know, quite young. So I was, I mean, Muppet Treasure Island was like the first really big friend. one that I could like, because I was alive when Muppet Christmas Carol came out, but yeah. I was really young. But uh, Treasure Island was like the one that yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> you know, let's run for that. <laughs> <laughs> so is Muppet Christmas Carol, you're like your all time top, top favorite film. Is it just number one? Look, or, I think, you know, the greatest films of all time change around. I think, yeah, yeah. Don't look now. And the Muppet Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's top place. <laughs> solid. Don't look now. Uh, Vertigo. How about Don't Look Vertigo. Now, Vertigo, <laughs> Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah. That's a good top three. Yeah, that's a good top three. That's solid. My top three changes all the time. And to yeah. be honest, the best thing about this podcast is just, just literally me trying to like right. just mess yeah. around with my top 10. Yeah, mine changes all the time, but Muffet Christmas yeah. Carol doesn't move. I've noticed. Yeah, that's good. I mean, that's like me with the jerk. I always kind of like, oh, I love great. Yeah. And if anyone gives me shit about it, I've said this before. Who gives you shit about the jerk? I did. Like, they don't even like the fact that it's like uh, my favorite uh, Steve Martin film, much less than my like top films. I mean, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, 
is great, but I love the jerk. Come yeah, on. The jerk's funnier. But um Stanley Kubrick is one of his favorite films. So uh, it's like if it's good enough for Kubrick. You like Kubrick, <laughs> don't you? <laughs> um well, yeah. yeah, I love all the films. I mean I'm uh I think my rule on films is the only films I'm if like look, I happen to think I know how fucking hard it is to make a film. Yeah. And I think any film is a miracle. Yeah. And so I'm I don't like being sort of down on films. But yeah. I'm particularly excited by even if a film isn't good, if it's really tried something and maybe it hasn't entirely worked, but it's like so many films that I think people don't like and then I watch them and I go, Well, I've never seen anything like that. You should yeah. that should be applauded. Like my worst kind of film is a sort of three star yeah okay seen that you know mm. that's like a lot yeah. of things and it's fine it's absolutely fine seen that in okay but yeah don't yeah. care if i ever see it again I'd like I, I run into those a lot like yeah you know, there's i mean there's some good films that fall into that but yeah for me i love rewatchability and a yeah. lot of times that is going to be your silly films like a muppet christmas carol it's yeah. just like something about it. it's just got that special sauce it's just like yeah i yeah. just want to keep watching that over and over i mean obviously i'm offended by the word silly but okay <laughs> hey <laughs> no it's not silly at all <laughs> totally serious actually there that is uh what i was going to get into because uh we do it as a sing-along here a lot yes. and i've seen you here yes. for that so i know you appreciate a good little sing-along you're yeah. talking about singing along in your podcast as yeah. well with um, Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah. But there was a bit that, all right, so we do sing along. We got a, a, a oh, yeah, I'll okay. talk about a like little conversation we had. Yeah. And I wanted to bring that up because I think it's a valid point. Um, yeah. All right. Like, so when we on. have our sing along, we have a host, and the host is, uh, it could be a couple different people that we have. For the record, host, so. the hosts are great. Yeah. They're amazing they hosts. Excellent show. It could be either Ralph this year has been doing it, uh, Kat's been doing it. So, yeah. And they, it's, Usually it's Santa Claus and it's a lot of fun. Um, and they get you hyped up for the film. So basically you're going to miss out on Muppet Christmas Carol this year. But this is telling you to come in the future every year because we do it every year. It's great. Good yeah. fun. Sing along. Uh, we invite you to come up on stage if you got a costume on, if you got a uh, yeah. jumper on. We'll, we'll show those off as well. Best costumes or jumpers get like free tickets or something like that. Uh, also, we have a little sing-along to a song that's not included in the film. We'll talk about it in a second. Yeah. And also, we invite you to sing along and quote along during the film. It's a lot of fun. But one of those quotes or things, you know, a magic moment, as we always say, one of those things we tell people to do. Brett yeah. was talking to me the other day, and he had a bit of an issue with And what was that? I, I, I mean, look, I come every year. And I will keep coming until the day I die or you stop doing this. But if I have any notes, my only note is I don't like it when the host says to the audience, and remember, whenever Scrooge speaks, you boo. Let's have a practice. And everyone goes, boo. Boo. And then I'm, I hate that. Yeah. (laughs) I hate it because that means for the first half of the film, every time Scrooge speaks, people boo. Which not only is annoying, but also a fundamental misunderstanding of the story of a Muppet Christmas guy. <laughs> when you because, said that to me, you almost sort of apologized. And I was just like, no, Brett, that's like a valid point. <laughs> because he's not, a, a, he's not, a, it's not a pantomime. A, yeah. a, it's not a pantomime. And B, 
it's so much more complex than mm-hmm. boo, he spoke. Because quite quite early on, I mean, the first 10 minutes, sure, arguably mm-hmm. says a lot of nasty things, fine. <laughs> but stepping on jokes. Yeah. <laughs> stepping on jokes. You're getting in the way of, like, we're there to sing. It's called a sing-along. It's not a sing-along and boo-a-phone. <laughs> and, uh, and, I, and I feel sorry for Michael Caine. It makes me... Um, listen, whenever I was booing, I'm already on Scrooge's side. I'm like, Paul, he's the underdog already because yeah. of us. Because of this mob that's turned on him before he's done anything. <laughs> he's a misunderstood boy. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, so if I, could have, if I could have one wish, it would be that we don't boo Scrooge anymore. And we could do the song it sings, we could do the Christmas jumpers, we could all have a right old time, but we're united in love and no booze. <laughs> Well, they cheer him towards the end, don't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, 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 look, the bit around. that everyone cheers and is correct to cheer is and Tiny Tim, who did not die. <laughs> that <laughs> yeah, is yeah. right to cheer that. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, I at first was like, well, you know, whatever. But you have you have me immediately by saying um, it's not a pantomime. And no, I'm I'm uh, from America, and the whole pantomime thing isn't really a thing. And when I get over here, have you ever been to one? Uh, well, just they, the the <laughs> force the forced pantomime in right. every single uh, show. Like, uh, at, fuck you, you go see any sort of almost uh, halfway musical theater production yeah. that turns into a pantomime at the end, right? Um, any of our pre-shows. <laughs> These quote longs. I've never been to a quote long. It's just people shout out the lines, do they? Yeah, those are. See, yeah, that's not too much of a pantomime sort of vibe. I mean, because if you go to like, like we've done like Big Lebowski or something like that right. in the past, and you know, those it's usually just shouting the lines out. You might have some booze and stuff yeah. for certain characters, but that would be more so like maybe Home Alone or something like that. Like, like the, uh, what the room? The Home Alone or something? You know, oh, like okay. uh, no, the room is just like. Free Madness. for all. I mean, yeah. you can't tell those people anything. They'll do whatever they want. <laughs> They've invented the rules. <laughs> They've broken them. <laughs> can't tell these yeah. monsters anything. <laughs> yeah, the room's a scary place. Have you been yeah. to the room here before? I have not been to the room, but I, I keep saying I'll go with my friend. Yeah. I've seen it, but not here. Yeah. It's fun, man. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Uh, it's crazier when he's here, Tommy. Yeah. Yeah. She comes for that. Uh no, he's he's insane. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, we had a whole episode about him, and uh, then we actually had a little clip with him. Like, yeah, he, he managed. Uh, I actually managed to get like a two two second interview off of him. But, <laughs> but yeah, with the room, it's it's hilarious. So yeah. you never know what he's gonna do or say. So it's kind of like he's a wild card, you know? Oh wow! Yeah. Like you challenge people to push up competitions and stuff. See, that's why we ought to get you up there. We'll have the anti boo, yeah, um, up at Christmas Carol mm-hmm. version sans booze, and yeah. uh, no booze, uh, but plenty of booze, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, drink, yeah, enjoy yourself. What what could you? What would you offer instead of a push up competition to <laughs> to best of, best a uh, fan at? Well, probably just knowledge of Muppets Christmas Carol. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Do you have all the quotes down? I could do, yeah, I could probably do the whole film. The whole film, like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, maybe that's your new one-man show that we should put on here. Brett Goldstein presents the Muppet Christmas Carol. <laughs> I mean, I did once do it in six minutes for a charity gig. Yeah? Yeah. 
what kind of set would you like? Would you like a very dark screen, but then maybe like a lamp or something? No, I'd like to build a Victorian landed. Yeah, hold on stage (laughs) with uh, polystyrene. Dude, I've got um, a guy who works here named Max Shallow. Shout out Max. And his father, which I did want to try to hook up with some sort of little interview. It just didn't pan out with him. But he is actually one of the puppeteers from Muppets Christmas Carol. Oh my God. And he also worked on things like Labyrinth. He did a few things. So he's like a, he's a puppeteer. Yeah. uh, And he makes some puppets as well. But he, back in the day, worked on some of these hints and things. One of my favorite things that came to the Prince Charles uh, was Labyrinth, Screeny Labyrinth. With oh, with all the special, the special effects, effects yeah. on stage. And it was so funny and charming because none of them could remember anything. They <laughs> yeah. couldn't. It was just sort of five old men yeah. going, did we do that? Did yeah. I do that? And the, the moderator going, yeah, you did. We've got footage of the making of and then like video of them making something and they go, oh, I made that one, did I? <laughs> they couldn't remember anything. It was sweet. Yeah, they just probably done so many things yeah, like, yeah. genuinely had like, no memories geez. of it and they were like that was yeah. good wasn't it i enjoyed watching that i'd forgotten all about it yeah like, yeah well we have to put you in uh somehow in weird contact with dave Schaller so you can oh, ask him about muppets i think i'd drive him mad <laughs> oh well i just <laughs> to be it. honest okay here's a okay i think i can tell you one of the anthology episodes mm-hmm. episode five we cast and i cast him the second i saw he was interested uh, Stephen McIntosh uh, in this episode because he's his uh, nephew Fred from Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah, I was like uh, if he wants if he wants in, he's in. <laughs> and I was like, when he was on, he was so good, he was fucking brilliant in it. But I was like, how long do I have to wait until I can ask him about Muppet Christmas Carol? Like, how what's respectful amount of yeah. time given that? It's a long time ago, and he's on a new job, and you know. I lasted half a day <laughs> and then it was lunch and I sat with him at lunch. We were talking about the show yeah. and then I said, I got, I was like, I've got to ask you something, but bear in mind that if your answer is at all negative, you'd ruin my life and I don't <laughs> want to hear it. But I'm, so I'm taking a risk asking you to do this. But I was like, you're in the greatest world of all time. And he was like, what? And I was like, and, and was it nice? And I said, my brother's out and he was like, ah, oh, loved it. Loved it. So <laughs> lovely. I loved it. Loved it. Loved it. I was like, Thank God for that. Yeah, well, I can take a negative on that. Yeah, yeah, it'd be like one of those like uh, never meet your heroes. Moments, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I was <laughs> nervous. <laughs> well, that's good. I mean, it's always uh, fun just learning that uh, letting the people enjoyed themselves. Yeah, they enjoyed something, especially you like a lot. You know. Um, yeah. So when love is gone, yes, your love could have been gone for uh, that situation. Meeting that, yeah. meeting that man, <laughs> meeting Steve McIntosh, yeah. but. Love was found. But love was found. And love is gone is cut. One thing we do here is we do mm. show that cut yeah. thing. Yeah. Which is such a funny, again, I like this. I wouldn't change it. For, I, I would keep this as part of your routine. Mm-hmm. But the routine is you pretend that you don't have <laughs> when yeah. love is gone. Yeah. I think the secret's out. Like most people know this. And now. then you play when love is gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it is a funny warm up. And you say it's yeah. like a warm up song. Because it's so fucking sad. Yeah. And the reason it was cut in the first place, I think, is because it was too sad yeah, for the audience. Yeah. They never got over it. Yeah, so it wouldn't be good for a kid's film, I think, like this Muppets kid's film that's really fun and yeah. lovely and everything. Uh, for the most part, lovely. I mean, there's some sad moments still. Yeah. Dark uh, But yeah, then you have that yeah. r- super sad song. So sad. Yeah. I think it's like, um, 
do you know this, uh, that in Austin Powers 3, Goldmember, there is a deleted scene, which you should look up because it's one of the best things ever, which is a music, musical montage of what's it all about, Austin. And it's got Michael Caine in as well. There you go. Yeah. And uh, it's so beautiful. And when you watch it, you're like, how, how can they cut this? This is like a masterpiece. And the reason they cut it is because in all the preview test screenings they did, people were so moved by this bit that they never laughed again. Oh, that it sort man. of killed the film. Yeah. It's like, we can't get over this. We're too sad. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think that's the same with When Love Is Gone. It's amazing how a test audience can totally yeah. change a film like that. Um, yeah. But I mean, that's, I guess it's sort of important and to know. I mean, because there's so many films in, in history where there's major moments that totally change uh, because of the way they tested originally and then they yeah, have to yeah. change how they do the film. Like, for instance, in Jaws, you know, the big uh, scare with like the, the, head. the head. And apparently that just like scared so many people in the initial screenings that they had to like kind of work around like when they first revealed the shark to kind of give a scarier moment for oh, the wow. shark because people weren't Nothing as would scared. Top the head. <laughs> also, yeah. one thing we haven't talked about, my Chris Carroll, mm -hmm. is the design of the Ghost of Christmas Past. Oh, yeah, yeah. Amazing, isn't it? Amazing. It's, best, The best one. Yeah. And apparently they got that from so like putting it in like uh, baby oil or something. And, and like, water, is it yeah, water? Yeah, to give it that sort of yeah. like watery effect to it. Yeah. So crazy. And it's yeah. like, yeah. It, the effects and everything are really cool. Mm. There's so many really cool things. Um, I feel like I'm jumping around a lot, yeah, but like okay. uh, Dave, like Dave Schaller, like he worked on a lot. Like I said, worked on a lot of those uh, Muppets and stuff and uh, the puppetry and stuff. And something that I, I thought was pretty cool, I looked up was um, during some of those things they would have to do some pretty intense sets and stuff for them or designs for the sets, uh, particularly like that "Tis the Season" song um, with Kermit and. and uh, his well, I guess it's, la la. it's Robin, isn't it? That's his nephew, yeah. Robin, and and Robin actual Tiny Tim, canon, yeah. but he's Tommy, uh, Tiny Tim. But yeah, he's uh walking on that street and everything, and uh, to get that sort of effect of him, like you know, having that legs. proper gait walking yeah. and stuff. Yeah, they had uh, they had like a barrel that was covered in snow, and it was rolling, and you can tell it if you look yeah. at the at the ground when he's walking, you actually see it rolling. Uh, Killing Mystique for you. I'm sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, it's really cool. Like, I never noticed that before. And I was looking up some stuff about it. And they just, the back was just like sort of a blue screen and like puppeteers. And then they just put like that city of, well, not the city, but the town with all the lights and yeah. stuff and, and the windows and stuff. Maybe yeah, when you watch it, you should check that out because it's just a rolling, rolling street. Well, and he's like on a, on a, yeah, he's, cycle. I guess he's just sort of like in place and it looks like he's walking forward. But like they just have the ground rolling. Nobody's in the spot. Yeah, oh, wow. yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, what's your favorite song out of the whole film? <sighs> when love is gone. <laughs> when love is gone. Uh, yeah. What is the best song? I mean, they're all absolute baggers. Yeah, I think it's probably. It feels like Christmas. Feels like Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, but one more sleep till Christmas. Yeah. I mean. We got two more sleeps to Christmas yeah. of this recording. <laughs> <laughs> and it may go out with one more sleep till Christmas. All right. And if it does, I'll play it right play now. Play that out. Yeah. All right. Ask me the question again and I'll say that. I'll say that answer. Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite song? <laughs> one more sleep till Christmas. Just 
something in the wind today that's good for everyone. Yeah. Yes, faith is in our hearts today. We're shining like the sun. And everyone can feel it. The feelings running deep. After all, there's only one more sleep till Christmas. After all, there's only one more sleep till Christmas Day. There we go. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, the film did okay, like, you know, in the box office and everything. It, like, suffered a bit because it came out the same time as Home Alone 2, apparently. Ugh, so disgusting. Disgusting, Home Alone 2. But yeah, it uh, ended up making $27.2 million in North America, which isn't bad. I'm not too sure about worldwide figures, but it, it only had a $12 million budget, so okay. that's not bad. Made its money back in some, and probably made more worldwide. Yeah. I mean sure it did well here in the uk i think we've um, been helping you've been out yeah yeah you've been helping yeah <laughs> you've been how many times i've probably put a couple of grand towards it <laughs> over the years do you own like your own home videos yeah, well? yeah, yeah. how many all, versions on all the platforms <laughs> all the platforms hd dvd yeah uh, even the failed ones laser disc yeah <laughs> beta max but, yeah. sweet um well i guess one last, you just yeah. give it out. Why should people watch this film? If you had a sentence to say it, what sell it in the sentence? I don't know. Uh, there is no uh, greater um, con confluence. Is that a word? <laughs> yeah. Two of the greatest creations of the Western canon: the Muppets and a Christmas Carol. Yeah. Come together to make something even greater than the sum of their parts. And their parts are the greatest. <laughs> so what on earth are you doing if you haven't seen it yet? Yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas everyone. Uh, Brett, thanks so much. I, I, I don't want to take too much of your time. I know you're a busy man. Oh, um, so this pleasure. has been a blast. I'm glad that like my goal of... Uh, Getting it on to talk about Muppets actually yeah. happened. That's pretty cool. Came into fruition. Um, but yeah, like, do you have, like, I, obviously you're working on your new show. Um, mm -hmm. What else do you have going on? That... Uh, we're in the edit of that show at the moment. Mm -hmm. There's something else I've been working on, but I don't, still don't think I'm allowed to talk about it, I'm afraid. Oh, that's cool. And I hate that because I think, who cares? But the, <laughs> yeah. for some reason, yeah, people seem to think you have to sign the things that you can't talk about. It. Well, I always think, who gives a shit? Just fucking yeah. say it. Anyway, I can't say it. But then the other thing is, I um, co-wrote the Nan movie with mm. Catherine Tate. Yeah, I, me I meant to say you've done quite a few things yeah. with Catherine Tate as well. So I always, since Superbob, wrote, I wrote with Catherine on, mm -hmm. on all the Nan specials and stuff and then had an idea for a film. We had an idea for a film, wrote it, and then it's just been shot, and that again is also in the edit. So yeah, great. Hopefully, all these things will come out. Yeah, you doing any stand up yeah. stuff while you're in town? And then I'm, yeah, and then so I'm back now. So I'm doing mm -hmm. stand up for good most nice. nights from January for, for good. For good. <laughs> stand up for good. Yeah, I'm standing up for good. Yeah, and it's also for good. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'll be doing new material and stuff from January. Hopefully, nice. I. Highly recommend if you can uh, go check Brett Goldstein out. Go do it. It's very funny. Oh, you're uh, very kind. Oh, you. I'm being like absolutely genuinely serious. It's like, yeah, I really yeah. enjoy it. It's fun. I, I don't know. You. There's something about like 
yeah, just the the presence and yeah, it's that. I think I feel like I don't know. It's just the way I feel sometimes, you know, like when yeah. just the the stuff you talk about and stuff. It's just like, oh uh, yeah, yeah. That <laughs> sounds like yeah. I mean, and that's when you find things that are relatable. It's always just yeah, you know, really. Well, that's really nice to hear. Good Thank to hear. you, man. Yeah. No worries. Thank you for having me on and congratulations on doing a podcast a week since April. That is a huge <laughs> achievement. Yeah. And I hope you're going to have some sort of a rest and uh, enjoy your Christmas. Yeah, I will do. Um, right. Brett, where can people follow you before we sign off? Oh, uh, quite bad at the admin of telling people what I'm doing, but yeah. I am on Twitter uh, Brett, at Brett Goldstein Yeah, and I'm on Instagram, Mr. Brett Goldstein. Sick. Nice. And yeah. listen to his podcast, Films Would Be Buried With. Yeah, you'll love it. it. Do it. Probably. <laughs> thanks, All right. thanks very much. Thanks Thank so you. much. All right. Thanks so much to Brett Goldstein for coming down to the Prince Charles Cinema to talk to me earlier. Uh, it was so good talking about Muppets Christmas Carol with Brett Goldstein. He's the biggest Muppets Christmas Carol fan I would know. And uh, I wasn't joking when I said I, it was always kind of a bit of a dream to have him on for that. Uh, so yeah, I'm glad that actually happened. It was really cool. Uh, Brett's a great guy. Go follow him at Brett Goldstein on Twitter or Mr. Brett Goldstein on Instagram. And keep a lookout for his new TV show that he's doing with Will Bridges. Um, sounds very interesting and fun. So yeah, looking forward to it. And if you get a chance, go see him do some stand-up. He's a really funny guy. I love stand-up comedy and I've seen him a few times and he's great. So go check it out. Um, but yeah, thanks Brett. Thanks for coming on. Merry Christmas, Brett. And uh, Merry Christmas to you, listener. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. A little bit of programming notes. Um, Yeah, we're not going to have an episode next week because, eh, well, I'm going to be up in Scotland and I haven't had a chance to really, you know, plan what we're going to do for next week. So I decided to just take a week off. Uh, This isn't because of equipment. I'm all good now. But yeah, I just want to have a a nice free week and enjoy myself without worrying about editing a podcast. And anyway... I'll be back from Monday the 6th of January and later in that week we'll have an episode drop out. Very tight turnaround as usual. Love it. Anyway, um, until then, you can always support us on Patreon. We've got a Patreon, as we said last week. Patreon.com slash the PCC podcast. I just want to thank everyone who's already supported us on there. That's really cool. Our pal Alex from Australia, our pal Claire, our new pal Helen, our new pal Louisa, and our good friend Will Dunn. So yeah, thanks so much for, you know, supporting us in the next week or so. I'm going to be plucking away, trying to get all these past episodes and current episodes up. And then hopefully from the new year, we'll be having our monthly bonus episodes dropping sometime, hopefully in January for our Patreon subscribers. I promise this is going to happen. Um, Yeah. So until then, if you want to support us, go hit us up at patreon.com slash the PCC podcast. Be a friend to us. We'll be a friend to you. And also, uh, yeah, hit us up on Twitter, the PCC podcast, or you can email me at podcast at Prince Charles Cinema. Let us know what's going on. Send us any questions, whatever you want. Uh, we'll read it out if, you know, if it's cool. And uh, yeah, that's about it. You can follow me at tall for all, T-A-L-L, the number four, A-L-L, at uh, Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to follow my band, that's on Facebook. Yeah, so we just want to wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Bye.
Look at Christmas time, we have mulled wine and beer. We have lagers and pilsners to punk IPA this time of year. It's Christmas time, the lights will shine. Families all around, such a best of sound. We're stuck here at the cinema on Christmas Day, counting stop. Stock. Ah, oh, Mrs. Gujera, it's Christmas time. It's Christmas Day. Can't we go home to be with our family? Hmm. Christmas. Let me think. No. Christmas time 